Hello and welcome to One for the Books. I'm Jacinta. And I'm Emma. Um, we're a book podcast for everyone. Whether you love reading or your idea of a book is a glossy mag, we have recommendations to kickstart your book club. In full part book club, ultimate reckless, and catch up with your friends. Hello! Hi Emma! <laughs> I don't know why that was so enthusiastic. <laughs> Classic me. It's because um, this is an exciting episode for you. I am so excited. This is like by popular demand because a friend was talking to me. Popular demand. One person asked for this, but my friend was like, you have to do an episode on cookbooks. I mean, and come on. I was like, how have I not thought of this or <laughs> how have we not done this already? It's like my dream topic of conversation. Oh my god, can I tell you a funny story before we start? Um, yeah. I had a psychology appointment maybe like a, a week and a bit ago and we were talking about like all my anxiety and shit and then at the end, kind of flippantly, I mentioned how I've been reading so many books from the library and how I've been like panic reading <laughs> yeah. and my psychologist was like, why don't you just return all of the books and borrow <laughs> them again later and I was like... No, that is not how my rigid system works. I've borrowed them. I've borrowed them. I must read them before they can be returned. And she was like, no, like I'm actually giving you like an instruction. Like you have to return these books. And it literally made me feel so uncomfortable. So I had to put them all in this giant Coles bag and like schlep it across the street. I had to carry it like in both hands because there were so many books in the back that I had to return. And I did it out of hours because I didn't want the shame of like them seeing how many books I had to return. Like one by one. Yeah, just being like... Putting stew it here. in the yeah, slot. Yeah. Half yeah. an hour later, stew here. Um, but also, lol, I had to talk to my psychologist about my library and she recognised that it was a problem as I well. I mean, we were both laughing oh, yeah, because yeah. even at the time, I literally said to her, I was like, am I am I really talking to my psychologist <laughs> about library books? Well, you're and she was like, it. yes, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally went to fucking therapy for reading too much. Like, what is my problem? <laughs> Anyway, I thought you would appreciate. Oh my that gosh, story. that's how high up the totem pole it's going. <laughs> that's like I feel like I've ascended to new or descended, potentially different, <laughs> depending on the way you look at it, to new highs or lows um, of nerd. Like, oh, yeah, that's total. Psychology yeah. library help is like <laughs> that's like god tier for tier. nerd. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're talking to your psychologist, Peak about status. It, it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I returned all the books. Because <laughs> it does, it turns something you love into. Like, yeah, that's what she said. She's like, you've removed the joy from your yeah. life from reading yeah. because you're like so stressed that you have to read too much. And I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, I have. It's also so easy to kind of disappear in a book. Oh my god, I use it to like avoid things in my life. Same, which is not healthy as either. I also just stay up really late. Like last night, didn't mean to. Stayed up till one a.m. because I was like just reading in a, a book, book yeah. finished it, looked at the time, and was like, what the. <laughs> fuck I thought it was like 11 30 it was not good not a good time time can just pass yeah quickly yes when you love a book yeah anyway pros and cons too much can be a bad thing too much of anything can be a bad thing moderation in all things people yeah um tips from Emma psychologist (laughs) (laughs) I just couldn't believe it I love that so much hanging for psychology (laughs) 
about the library to tell you that you need to limit your points. <laughs> and I got home, and it's like I've told you that like five million times. <laughs> Over the last, so many people yeah. have told me so many times. They're like, just pretend. I was like, no, it's my rule. <laughs> and then my psych was like, I don't give a shit. If this is your rule. It's a dumb rule. And she's like, return them. And I was like, oh, fine. Oh my anyway, cookbooks. Okay. I'm, I'm pumped to hear what you have to say. Well, I think the first one I've already talked about on the podcast is one of my, like, end-of-the-episode recommendations. Okay. Um, but I felt like it still deserved to be in this episode because I'm obsessed with it so yeah. much. Let's dive a bit deeper. Yeah. That's a good idea. So it's Beatrix Bakes. So um, there's, like, a cafe in Melbourne called Beatrix Cafe. Or Beatrix – might even be called Beatrix Bakes. Anyway – she makes like kind of old school white nan kind of baking, <laughs> like you know, like sponge cakes, cheesecakes, like biscuits, but like next level. Like it is so good. It's like peak baking, classic baking cafe. Like you have to eat there. Really? Oh my god, it's so good. Are they? Do they have like twists on classic, or is it just classic done? They so do well? some really interesting flavor combos sometimes, mm. and like everything's quite seasonal. So like some of the combinations of what they what like flavors might be in things change quite a lot. Love that. But then they've got like classics that they do that are just there all the time. Like they do um their own like wagon wheels that are delicious, like That's better such than store bought wagon wheels. Yeah. Um, and they do do, yeah, some different things. They also do really lovely, like, sandwiches and stuff, too. Oh God, um, it's so good. Anyway, they released a cookbook maybe two years ago, and I think it's possibly the best cookbook of all time for me. Oh, wow. For, like, baking. Just because, like, the oh quality God. of the recipes? Yeah. So it's sweet baking only. I don't think that there's any savoury okay. recipes in yeah. there. So this is strictly for people that like baking, not cooking yeah. I guess okay. yeah, um yeah. good to have just one book focused on that yeah like this is their specialty and I kind of like that they've yeah. just like focused on what they know they're good at exactly and if you um, want to bake you're gonna pick it up so yeah exactly so Beatrix um is owned run overseen by a woman called Nat um and I'm pretty sure she was like a pastry chef in like the UK for a while like Amazing. she's got a phenomenal very wonderful, high-profile kind of backing and career. Um, <clears throat> so they know what they're doing. Mm. Like, they do the classics, but fuck, they do them well. Um, so I love this cookbook for lots of reasons. The main one is how approachable it is. I think even if you don't love cooking, it's one of those cookbooks that has, like, heaps of foundational knowledge at the beginning. So they explain lots of different reasons yes. for why certain things are done. So it's like, this is why you use cold water or this is why things are at room temperature oh, wow. or whatever. So that if you're not used to baking, you yeah. can recognise what you, why things are specifically said the way they are, which actually then helps make the product better. And then also can inform all your baking totally. in the future. Yeah. And you just become a better baker because of that. Exactly. That's so like, such a good idea. Yeah, and it's broken up into really cool chapters. So it's like um, biscuits and stuff like that, but then it's like yeasted baking. So like anything yeah, with yeah. fresh or yeah, yeah, um, yeah. like instant dry yeast. And then, which is possibly my favourite chapter, it's so good, they're potato brioche <laughs> donuts, which is where that, <laughs> the donuts I've given oh, you comes I've from this cookbook them. um yeah like they've just and they've got like a whole pastry section and I used to be terrified of making pastry because I felt like it was really intimidating and I was 
bad at it. <laughs> and this made me genuinely love making pastry. It was you, weird. Are you, so you're doing the pastry from scratch? Yeah, yeah, like homemade pastry. Ah. I mean, it's just at this stage I've only done the short cross pastry, which is the easiest pastry to make. <laughs> it's It's got the most leeway. Like... Um, it's not like filo or like any flaky pastry which is much harder to yeah, make yeah um have not made a puff um <laughs> or shoe or anything so we'll see um but i also love in this book she includes lots of adaptions so it's like if you don't have certain fruits she's like this is what else goes with it or if and like little tips like oh if it's too thick at this point like here's what you could do or if this oh. recipe failed in this way you can adapt it and like crumble up these cookies and like use them in this way or if this part of the recipe didn't work out like use it to do this instead so that like you're not wasting it and you can like start to learn how you can use things in different ways so that you're not just feeling like you failed it's like no it didn't work in the way it was supposed to in this recipe but like it's actually still perfect for like this one over here that's actually such a good idea yeah because you do fuck up a recipe oh my god all the time you forget that something's in the oven you're like fuck i overcooked it or i left that on or i like took it off too early because I was like scared that it wasn't ready yeah. and she's like yeah if it's too runny like just chuck it back on the next day or oh, that's it's so, so good and the adaptions are really good of like if you don't have peaches or they're not in season like you can use this instead or like yeah it's just I really love the ability to like pick and choose yeah. what goes with what yeah okay. and every yeah. um, recipe has a yeah. picture which for me is essential <laughs> for a good cookbook I hate oh my god that's such a good point I hate cookbooks when there's not a picture for every yes. recipe I never even thought like of fuck that. you I want to see what it's supposed to look like so I can see how bad mine is because <laughs> I mean it never is gonna look like the cookbook version but at the same time it's like, like I need to be example. able to yeah. work out if I'm on the right track <laughs> and I can't if there are no images that's actually such a good point. pet peeve in a cookbook Beatrix Bay and also if you're going to Melbourne anytime soon please do yourself a favor it's in North Melbourne go there follow them on Instagram also delicious and mouth-watering um what's your first recommendation well I've actually got a really similar one. Oh, so it was a bakery <gasps> that turned their recipes into a cookbook oh my god so it is rising hope inspiring life stories and recipes from Luminary Bakery. Mm. So Luminary Bakery was um, a social enterprise in London. I never heard of it before. You would love them. Really? We've got to follow them on Instagram. Okay, getting them up now on Insta. So yeah, it's an award-winning social enterprise that empowers women who come from disadvantaged backgrounds or have had issues. This is so cool. I know. So... Yes, yes. Their <laughs> exactly. Insta is also How great phenomenal. Is it? I love their branding. Yeah, I think it's and like it's all I love I love like a social enterprise. Fuck yes. I love something with like a good message. So yeah, Luminary Bakery, what they do is they offer courses and programs for women from disadvantaged backgrounds. What they say is what I thought was incredible is that baking is like therapeutic and it's also yes. creative and it's such an amazing tool for self confidence. My almost my version of like meditation in my happy mm. place if it's going well if it's not it's like tantrum inducing yeah. and I like cry on the kitchen floor but when it's going well it's like I can just tune out and like there's something really relaxing and meditative yeah. about doing it because you're following instructions it's all like laid mm. out and I just I find it really exactly. calming and soothing to do it I think why they it just lends itself so well to social enterprise like this because yeah. it also develops other skills like your determination or your like precision or your numeracy and literacy yeah. skills or your 
way of communicating. And science, like baking at its yeah, core is like exactly. fundamentally scientific. Like exactly. if you think about the way different ingredients react and then mm. heat and like all of these different elements. So you're learning all yeah. this stuff. So it, they've found it such a powerful way to kind of empower these women who are from difficult backgrounds but then also raise money for these these activities and these initiatives and like giving people tangible skills that like are quite transferable too and like if nothing else like if you can bake and cook well also like you can feed yourself really nutritious meals and like you understand like a really basic life skill in the sense of being able to like Mm. nourish and feed yourself like at at its core like even beyond like any of the other social benefits like that can be a really big one that's so true there's Mm. like a self-affirming yeah like an independence almost of like he's had like a really big part of caring for yourself Mm. yeah Yeah. no so it's been really powerful in that way and I was so glad when they brought out a cookbook because they're based in London so I'd been following them for a while but now they brought out a cookbook so we can follow one for their recipes some of the recipes are from women who gone through those programs so women from these disadvantaged backgrounds so oh my god amazing refugee backgrounds or like homelessness and they tell their story and they explain why this recipe either means something to them or is from their background oh my god that's so beautiful yeah so they're interspersed with all these really personal stories from these women who have really gained something from mm. this program and then there's like the bakery classics and all that kind of stuff as well. But yeah, I really love even just like flipping through it and reading everyone's stories. It's yeah, phenomenal. I like it when um, a cookbook can weave together almost a narrative as well as oh, the baking. They're my favourite. I mean, I say that and then I just don't read any of the stories <laughs> and I only focus on the recipes. But oh, it is I'm really the opposite. Nice. I'll like, I'll really? get bumped down in the story. Oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, don't give a fuck about your story. Where's that chocolate chip biscuit <laughs> recipe? Give, that to me now. give me the food. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, I really recommend even just like following them on Instagram and seeing yeah. what they're doing because it's such a good initiative and their cinnamon buns don't beyond. Cinnamon buns are one of my favorite favorite things to eat and cook they're one of my favorite things in this recipe <gasps> they're great and just great banoffee pies and things like that as well oh yes love a banoffee pie yes how good is that so yeah that is that's is one of my favorite cookbooks and it is as someone who's like a bit of a novice it's really easy it's rising hope inspiring life stories and recipes from luminary bakery that is such a good recommendation. And as you were saying about like um, how you in- appreciate that it's quite an approachable cookbook, mm. I feel like, isn't that a gift? Like how, I feel like that's so complicated to make a cookbook accessible to people at all different levels of baking or cooking. Like people yeah. that are intimidated and maybe just want to try a couple oh, of things through to people skill. that are like super confident and yeah. bake all of the time and to make it good recipes that work for both groups exactly. of people. Like that's yeah. it intensely difficult it's like a talent in itself yeah so, so totally important. yeah so I, lo- I love this one and I I definitely recommend it to anyone <sighs> such a good recommendation and I put it on hold at the library so that oh. you can because then that way I can just flip through it and <laughs> get it grubby and not be as self-conscious oh my god oh good oh good um my second book I've tried to pick a savoury one because otherwise all of them were going to be sweet from me. And I was like, no, I need to branch out and recommend a savoury cookbook. So this one is In Praise of Veg by Alice Zaslavsky. Um, she's Alice in Frames on Instagram and her Instagram is great. Um, I think she was a MasterChef quite a few years ago. So she's Australian? Yes. Honestly, this is probably one of my favourite cookbooks for savoury and veg cooking. 
Interesting. Um, is it all vegetarian? All vegetarian because it's yeah. all about vegetables. So there's so many things I love about this book, mm. like Beatrix. Um, <laughs> it has some of the best attention to detail I think I've ever seen in a cookbook of like all of the oh. things they've thought about that have gone into the book I think are amazing but also the edges of the book paper are all pink which I think is just a, such a good touch when they do the like coloured oh, edge of the paper yeah. so it looks so good like just not even open and it's got the most beautiful like colourful cover it's stunning oh my God, I have to um, yeah I'll google it in a minute for you good one. to me this is like the definitive cookbook for cooking with vegetables of like any type yeah. um and it's how to use all parts of the vegetables, how to make them the hero of the dish or your meal or whatever it is. Um, Which is such a valuable thing in itself. Oh, my God. It's, it's like, something we, like, look over. Yes. Lot. Like, this is what I love. There's just a shitload of tips. It's, mm. like, flavour combos. It's sto- how to store different vegetables, how to use, sh- like, um, shortcuts to, like, doing certain things or okay. um, using all parts of the vegetable, like, what different parts can be used for that you might not traditionally <sighs> yeah. use. But I think my favourite thing about this cookbook is it's colour-coded. So all of the vegetables are grouped together based on colour. So you can literally just flip through to, like, white and be, like, great cauliflower or green and be, like, spinach and zucchini. And it's so much easier to yeah. find everything and it looks stunning because it's, like, you get to flip through and it's all colour-coded and so... It eases your yes. mind a bit when you're kind of, like, looking for a Exactly. Yeah. And then each vegetable oh, has its own really little, that. like, mini chapter within its overarching colour code. So then you'll get, like, three or four pages on cauliflower and it'll be, like, here's how to store it, here's how to grow it, here's what it can be used in. And then there's one recipe, about one recipe per vegetable, but there'll be lots of tips of, like, what it pairs really well with in terms oh, of other veg. So and also Impressive Veg is such a good... Right. Such a good title. Yeah, so it only came out maybe end of last year or this year like it's quite recent but yeah I just I love it so much like I borrowed it from the library and was like this is going straight on the back (laughs) this this is so good (laughs) yeah so in praise of veg by Alice Zaslavsky is my second recommendation good one thank you nice I like it I like a savory actually same and I actually think I'm fussier with savory cookbooks because I feel like sweet cookbooks always have at least a couple of good recipes in them but savory can I feel like I'm much fussier with like yeah. what I want out of a savory cookbook. Um, what's your second recommendation? Oh yeah, so this is a bit of a I wouldn't say random one. I'm intrigued by your face. <laughs> you look so like skeptical. Because it's honestly one of my favorite cookbooks, and he's honestly one of my favorite cooks. But it is, I feel like there's a particular there's a particular kind of taste, and I think you have to be familiar with him before you buy the book. So it's Maddie Matheson, a cookbook. Have you ever heard of him before? No. So I think I became familiar with him from his Vice videos. So he used to do this these like video shows. He's like, how do I describe That's it? some tattoos. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so he's this really kind of larger than life personality. He's really calm. Um, he looks like Trucker Bogan vibes. Yes. Like American Trucker Bogan. Yeah, exactly. He's That's Canadian. covered in tats. Yeah. But he also looks like he'd be really fun. He's so funny. Slash He's very so loose. Great. He completely kind of, oh, so loose. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he completely won me over with his personality. And I just really appreciate his 
approach to food. Okay. So I would, before you kind of delve into buying this, I would watch some of his videos. He now has his own YouTube channel, which I love. So this book I thought was phenomenal. It's part autobiography, part cookbook. Okay. And it kind of goes into all his family recipes and he is culinary trained cook, so he's also balances wow. with those kinds of stuff, which you wouldn't expect from looking at him. No. He has this really bold and brash, mm. gutsy way of like approaching food, which I just really appreciate. Like, there's no airs yeah. and bases. It's just this, yeah, this is like full of oil, this recipe. You're going to love it anyway. Better than Jamie Oliver, who's like, we'll just put a dash of oil. That's and you're like, that I mean. was like three cups. That's not yeah. a fucking dash. Like, who are you fooling? Exactly. It's just, yeah. it's this non varnished way of. It's real, right? It's yeah. like the ability to like. You, anyone can understand it because it takes the wankiness exactly. out of the cooking. So instead of being yeah. like, here's my like hawk couture version of cooking <laughs> and baking, it's like, yeah. here's how you fucking make the recipe. <laughs> it uses a shitload of oil, but it's delicious. It's like, yes, thank exactly. you. That's the shit I need yeah. to know. Don't be afraid of the fats or the creams yes. or anything. Also, that's literally what makes things taste good. I mean. Like, yeah. you take that shit out and it's like, I'm sorry, that's going to be bland. Exactly. Yeah. You can actually tell he's culinary change, but then he'll also do like a seven-layer dip, which is not... <laughs> I know. I mean, that sounds so good. <laughs> oh my god! Recommend. Cool. I haven't. I haven't actually. I a friend made it, but I haven't actually attempted to do it. Yet. Is it delicious? So when your friend made yes. it, you were like, yes. "Hell yes!" I know. Oh my god! Because like, how do we even approach that? <laughs> intimidating exactly yeah i mean these recipes aren't exactly easy for a novice baker i do find them quite hard okay i go into like oh this is going to be a challenge i'm going to learn something i'm going to make something that's quite different and if you're prepared for it being difficult i feel like your mindset is so much different going into it than if you go in thinking it's going to be like easy or like quick exactly yeah. yeah it's like you're actually having to take the time and apply yourself um, that's so cool. Yeah, so there's this really funny, unfussy, like, self-aware approach that. he has to cooking, which I just appreciate, and I think is so rare it in this really industry. Is. Like, someone not full of their own self-importance and will just... I was going to say, he sounds really down-to-earth. Yeah, I And love there's something him. really relatable, like, even though he's got this very prestigious background exactly. in terms of his education... Yeah, get I love... down and dirty. Yeah. Exactly. Or he'll just be like, yeah, this is how it is. Like, exactly, yeah. So good. So he's actually become one of my, like, favourite chefs. Oh, my God, I love I just, this. Yeah, and you can really tell his personality on the page. And yeah. He shares a bit more of his life and what these dishes mean to him, which I love a story through a cookbook, as I mentioned. I'll be like... Looking past the That story. is what won me over, I'll admit. <laughs> yeah, you've picked two very narrative-based yeah. cookbooks. And yeah. I've picked two, here's how you cook with these foods. <laughs> but I think that's also, like... Representative, probably, exactly. of our... Maybe the way we both go through cooking. Like, yeah. I'm much more like, I just want the recipe. I don't give a shit about anything else. I don't care about your memory associated with this. Go away. Give me the recipe. Whereas, like, I'm like, oh, I'll just waste a couple hours, like, flipping through this. <laughs> Looking at the pretty pictures. Also, I do that though. I'm like, that looks good. <laughs> like it, every page. Yeah. Yeah. So he's yeah quickly become one of my favorite one of my favorite cooks. And I brought this because he so he grew up in Canada and he spent a lot of time in Prince Edward Island, which my mom is like obsessed with. So why? Okay. Do you know Anne of Green Gables? Yes, I've so, heard of it but never read it. That's where she, the whole book is based. Oh. 
So she's always been obsessed with that, and then he brings a lot of history to that. So yeah, it's really it's just a really refreshing way to kind of hell yeah. It's like it's very meat based and very seafood based. I just want to preface that. Yeah, so vegetarians beware. Yeah, I would not even <laughs> avoid it all costs. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know how this much is going to be related. This but way I've recommended based. a vegetarian, very exactly. vegetarian cookbook. So this yeah. is fine. We're catering to all yeah, demos. Exactly. Yeah, so. even the vegans. Look at us go. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, and I just love his, he's really like a wild one, so. Yeah, so, bit of a different one. Yeah. Maddie Matheson, a cookbook. Um, so basically, classic, I feel like I do this every fucking episode, this is where like, I'm like, this is here's my one. five bajillion recommendations, <laughs> but I couldn't really... <laughs> Um, narrowed, I could narrow down to two, top two cookbooks, but then I was like, there's lots that I think deserve airspace. Yeah. So there's some honourable mentions from me cookbook-wise for this episode. So one that I was going to bang on about but have shuffled down to honourable mentions is um, the cookbook Just Desserts by Charlotte Ree. Um, I love her Instagram. She does the best baking puns, like in all of her captions and stuff. She's brilliant. This cookbook is, like, possibly the best novice baking cookbook ever. Oh, good one. Like, if you're not a baker, this is the cookbook for you. Everything uses really simple ingredients. Like, you can get everything at the supermarket. They often don't have heaps of ingredients. It's, like, you know, a handful instead of, like, some can get quite complicated. And a lot of them are, like, mixed together, put in cake pan. (laughs) bake and right because it's (laughs) it's so much easier and so her brownie recipe her chocolate buttermilk cake recipe Um, like yum yeah some of these are my favorite she does like there's a vanilla cake with ricotta icing and then you like roast oven roast some peaches in like honey and like cinnamon and it'd be so nice yeah because the vanilla cake isn't too sweet because it's quite plain the ricotta gives it a freshness Mm. and then the peaches are quite sweet but then there's also like a really lovely flavor to like cut through the vanilla anyway so good it's like honestly i recommend her cookbook to like everyone because i'm like it's just some yeah, that's staples up my alley. I want yeah so Good i'll one. lend it to you i've got it <gasps> yes that yeah would be amazing. um and she's got a really delicious lemon cake that ends up being gluten and dairy free because it uses olive oil yeah, nice so good. one. Second of four <laughs> honourable mentions is um, Flower and Stones cookbook. So they're a bakery cafe in Sydney. Um, this is probably the opposite of Charlotte Ree's cookbook in the sense that these are probably the least approachable re- recipes. Like you have technical. to be. I don't know if they're, they're not technical, but you'd have to be pretty proficient or like okay. confident in the kitchen to do some of them. Some of them are easier than others, but like a lot of them use quite. Um, different techniques right 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 and like in a way where it's like a generic cake but you have to do like a few things quite differently than you would normally do so you have to go to a bit of extra okay. effort for a lot of them um, way around a kitchen. yeah but I absolutely love their recipes okay. they've got some beautiful recipes they've got like croissants and stuff like they go hardcore Ooh. Um, have yeah. not attempted because that's, like fuck doing that in Adelaide. So hard. I will do it in winter at some point. Actually, um, yeah. Not in summer when everything just melts. <laughs> um, <laughs> the third of my four recommendations are Salt Fat Acid Heat by Samin uh, Nosrat. Classic. Love this one. 
She's amazing. Also, such a great podcast. Oh, that's my recommendation for later. Oh, no. <laughs> um, it's such a good, again, foundational book where she explains that the four key components of any recipe is effect- particularly savoury is salt, fat, acid and heat. Um, and she really explains so many things. I think it's like the best explanatory cookbook I've mm-hmm. ever found. Like if you're not familiar with cooking, it gives you all of the basic knowledge you need to feel confident in the kitchen, I think. Nice one. Yeah. But not every recipe has a picture, but it's beautifully illustrated. Oh, I have to go back and look at that. Yeah, it really pissed me off because I was like, fuck, it's perfect in every other way. But she um, paired up, like teamed up with an illustrator. So all of yeah. the recipes are so beautifully illustrated. Mm. It's wonderful. The illustrator is so talented. I love that because it's something so out of the box, particularly yeah. for a cookbook. Totally. And also Samin Nozrat is amazing. Love her. Um, okay, final recommendation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Final honourable mention recommendation. <laughs> um, both of Julia Ostro's cookbooks. So I first came across her on Instagram like years ago um, and she has two cookbooks and they're like kind of, I'd say kind of old school in the sense that they're like savory sweet combos. Um, Like they've got a bit of everything in them, but she has delicious recipes. She's got a ricotta gnocchi recipe that is so good because it's so much easier to make it because you literally just use like a jar of ricotta. You don't need to like Uh, mash, like cook and mash potato and like try it. Like that's that's time consuming, even though it's delicious. But it's like really light as well. So that's quite interesting take on it. So she uses really basic ingredients like the gnocchi. She just pairs it with this like beautiful tomato sauce where it's just like fresh tomatoes that you like cook down in a pan with some basil and olive oil and salt. Like it's so classic, but it's so good. So they're my extra... (laughs) extra <laughs> recommendation from our book expert <laughs> yes of course oh I also I want to shout out Heartburn by Nora Ephron oh fuck off <laughs> that book can get fucked actually that was the only part of that book I liked was that it had recipes the in recipes. it and I took some photos of the recipes I've never made any of them but I was like this is your only redeeming quality <laughs> shit book it's so 70s I love <laughs> it well one of my favorite podcasts is called Decodering so what happens each episode, journalist Willa Paskin takes like a cultural kind of phenomenon or an object or a question and kind of examines its history and where it comes from. So cool. And the actual origin of it and tries to figure out what it says about our culture and what it means. And there was a recent episode, it's called The Invention of Hydration. What? I know. So it's all about how hydration might actually be a myth. So the invention of hydration is like a really fascinating take because it's something we just have taken for granted and something not just we've taken for granted, but something that we've already accepted as fact, always accepted as fact. But she actually goes in and charts how hydration wasn't always marketed the way it is to us. And it's actually something that only came into consciousness the 70s and like how bottled water is such a thing now fuck capitalism i feel yeah. like at every turn i'm like just going along with my day and then i'm like wait what it's just water marketing bullshit we thought we could trust water <sighs> i drink my like For two plus sake. liters a day exactly. and i was like doing the right thing so i found it a really interesting episode because oh, yeah. it's something we're kind of exposed to all the time and yeah and told to do exactly. all the time yeah so it's really interesting history behind it and it made me think think kind of twice about how much we value hydration and very interesting oh my god so that that's my recommendation i just found it fascinating all all of decodering i like brilliant as well i think the only episode of decodering i've listened to was about 
um, Cabbage Patch Kid dolls. <laughs> I think that's what it was. It yes, was some kind of like I think I've toy done episode. episode, and it was quite funny. I didn't love it, but it was still good. Oh, yeah, the, a good one is Mystery of the Mullet. That's <laughs> great. So good. And like the rubber ducky, cultural myths. And cultural cultural phenomena. Yeah, which is, is what my mind is for. <laughs> Here's my useless um, yeah, exactly. trivia about anything pop culture. So if you're like me and you're a bit of a non fiction reader like that as well, I recommend Decoder Ring, particularly their latest episode on water and hydration. So good. Yeah, how about you? Um, Two interconnected recommendations. No, that's Love one. It. Um, so I was crapping out about Samin Nosrat just before. Um, she has a home cooking podcast yeah. called Home Cooking. It's a podcast that she co-hosts with um, Risha Kesh Herway, who does the Song Exploder podcast. What a guy. Also, what a babe. Um, yes, we've discussed it. I think we, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's very good. Um, but also smart. Anyway, they co-host this podcast together. It was something they started when COVID sort of first started hitting in 2020 um and it was a way for them to because they live in different cities it was a way for them to stay in touch but also um I guess it was a way for them to keep other people company during quarantine that's why they did it so it was like everyone can keep each other company via this podcast and help people figure out what to cook because lots of people panic bought weird shit yeah so people will basically call in leave like voice memos or like email the show questions about Mm. like i've got heaps of like this random ingredient and i bought like two kilos of it instead of like (laughs) to 200 fine, grams or whatever it was yeah. yeah and so then they like particularly to mean toilet paper yeah look <laughs> less panic buying those kinds of things um but it's so lovely and rishikesh's dad is also on it occasionally because he's a food scientist and he's oh my god really so funny and great like he's so cute I've heard episodes um, with his dad, but I didn't realise he was a food scientist. I'm pretty sure he's a food scientist. That's such a cool job. Yeah, but they've also, like, interviewed people like Yo-Yo Ma, the really mm. famous cellist. Mm-hmm. Like, they've got some really eclectic people that they invite on to be part of the show as well. And also, Samin's laugh is genuinely <laughs> worth it. Like, you've just got to listen to the podcast <laughs> for the laugh alone. Also, you told me a really great story about how they found her a date. Oh my god, yes. So as part of the show on yeah. home like on home cooking the podcast, um Rishikesh basically puts the call out for anyone that's interested in dating Samin because she's single and like lonely and just kind of looking and obviously this was during the pandemic. So incredibly difficult to meet people oh, at a yeah. time when you couldn't Especially really Especially in America. The house. It was so yes. much more intense. Um and so they got people to email in and basically Rishikesh was like matchmaking. <laughs> and then they did an update a couple of episodes later and they didn't give any details, which I actually really liked that like it's all very private. Um, but she just gave this update that she'd met someone like through this matchmaking via podcast situation. It was so pure. And I was like, if nothing else comes out of COVID, that is my glass half full moment (laughs) because Samin is also amazing. Like deserves the world. Deserves the world. Um, and also check out her Netflix show, which is called Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat as well. It's also really lovely. There's only four episodes, one dedicated to each of the themes, Salt, Fat, Acid, and Heat. She travels around to different countries. She goes to Japan, Mexico, Italy, and then she does one in the US, um, sort of at her own house. Um, It is brilliant. Yeah, I loved it. And it's so interesting and fascinating finding out the history of, like, 
honey and some sour things and finding out the history of like soy sauce in Japan and like it's yeah it's amazing I loved that one. Oh, I loved How the Japan was episode that yes. was my fave that was a really good one yeah so they're my recommendations oh my god they're so good Emma. <laughs> they're also me Nos- it's just me fangirling over I some mean, me Nosra we'll for this dedicate, entire episode let's it to your psychologist and also some <laughs> me in honor therapy <laughs> around library books and just me Nosra great <laughs> I'm down for that. Patron saying of the podcast. <laughs> oh my god, I'm <laughs> Incredible. Oh, that was such a fun episode. I want to go home and cook now. Well, I want to go home and eat. I don't yeah, know if I want to go home and cook. That's I want to go home and for someone else to cook me recipes from all of these books yes, and for me to just consume them. Yeah. Yeah. Need to start dating a chef or like Ed, get a new job. <laughs> Fuck IT, <laughs> you getting into cooking. So good. All right. Thanks for sharing your recommendations. I really trust you when it comes to cookbooks. <laughs> I'm so sorry there were so many. I have loved these. Oh my God, this was so fun. And I'd never heard of the two cookbooks that you recommended, which yeah. is unusual because I feel like I spend um, like too much time <laughs> looking at cookbooks. So this is really exciting. That's I've so put amazing. all of them on hold at the library already. Oh my God, Jane. Wow, this episode has been recording. You know, talk to my therapist about it later. It's fine. <laughs> also, cookbooks, that doesn't count. Often I get them. They sit there and I never open them and then I just return them because I'm like, fuck, I forgot that I had it and I never got around to even looking you at it. You actually have to, like, it's, you like physically have to do that activity to Exactly. Do it, so. And you're like, oh, fuck, there's a time that I have to do in the next level. month. And yeah. like, I'll do it next weekend. And I just say that on repeat for four weeks. It's great. <laughs> but we'll put in everything that we've mentioned today yes. in our show notes. Yes. Um, so yeah, you'll be able to go grab them and give us your own recommendations. Yes, please share. Obviously I'm obsessed with cooking. Oh my so God, if you yeah. have cookbook recommendations, hit us up. Yeah. I want to get into cookbooks a bit more. Yeah. And they're so beautiful. I feel like they're much more aesthetic. Oh, There's like a design component investment. that goes into cookbooks that is absent from almost every other book genre aside from graphic novels, obviously. That's such a good point actually. Mm. So like, I feel like it's almost like you get a coffee table book combined with something practical that you can use and it's a skill that you're developing at the same time it's kind of like hits a lot of different notes love it yeah um so yeah send us your recommendations and follow us on social because i'll be we'll be putting up um, quite a few other cookbook recommendations and stuff i mean emma's got a long list so oh yeah this was the shortlist people this was the shortlist even more recommendations (laughs) coming your way hell yeah get ready bombarding you with cooking recommendations yeah so happy reading and cooking oh my god yeah happy cooking yeah and we'll see you next time see ya bye